Connecticut music culture. This week was very eventful. Yo, what's poppin' Connecticut? I am your boy, Mr. Montana, and if we do not talk about it, it is not Connecticut music culture. I got my co-host with me. I already know who it is. It's Chastity. Usually stepping on show with this music, but today we're here to talk, and we have a special guest with us here today. Princeton Kennedy in the fucking building. About to be live. Came up, boys. Yeah. Appreciate you for pulling up. Appreciate you for pulling up. So first on the docket, all right, we are talking about drugs in music. Chastity, please elaborate to the people. Okay, so drug references have been present in music across various genres and time periods from blues to rock and roll to hip-hop. So what influence do drugs have on music? I feel like drugs have like a positive influence on music and a negative influence on music. Okay, what you mean? Because on one side, you're getting all this great fucking music because the greatest music comes from people on drugs. Sorry. (laughs) True. But it's true. And then the negative is the influence it has on the youth to do drugs and become addicts. Okay, okay. Go ahead, Chastity. Um, I definitely agree with that because it, it falls under, like, glamorizing drug use, you know, mm-hmm. to the youth or just anybody in general. Um, and sometimes it can go from, like, telling your story, you know. It could be, like, a cautionary tale. But, like, sometimes, sometimes it's just... It's not cool, to be honest, sometimes, because it's like, you know, somebody's child is listening to this, and if they want to be like yeah. you, and it's just like, they start doing what you do, you glamorizing weed, you glamorizing pills, they they think that's okay, and that's not always, that's not always everybody's story, and sometimes mm-hmm. they just feed into what somebody else's story is, because they're the ones Maybe highlighting that lifestyle. Yeah, um, one specific rapper, I ain't gonna lie, my favorite rapper is a drughead, I'm not gonna judge to you, uh, Lil Wayne. I know yeah. about my boy. He, he looked like, bad. He looked like bad. eight seizures, though. And he, looks like, he, and he looks like it. And I love him. Wait, isn't he sober now, though? Is he? That's what he's saying. I saw him skateboarding recently, and he looked pretty healthy. I ain't gonna... But he had eight physically, seizures, though. Physically. He had eight seizures. You heard what Rick Ross said. He said he had a seizure during the Super Bowl. He woke up looking for the smoke. Mm. But that's not cute. It's like, that's fire, but that's not, but then, that's not cute, though. That go back to what we were saying earlier. Well, what? Well, my boy CK said earlier, some of the best music come from people who are fucking oh, no. drug addicts. All of the best music comes from yeah. drug addicts, to be honest with you. That's just kind of, that's kind of subjective. How? All classics, whether it's, whether it's hip-hop, blues, or rock and roll, they were all drug addicts. It's not even just hip-hop. It's like that's movies, what I'm saying. too. Every, like every Hollywood genre. Period. Okay, so let me ask you a question. Before we move on to the next time, let me ask you a question. You think, you think uh, uh, Biggie was getting high? I don't know what... You don't even want me to talk about that. I mean, he, I'm asking you. He must have been... He was talking about dust, fucking people's fathers. I don't know what that okay, was Okay, so next topic, yeah, um, we're talking about... Uh, Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> Biggie was talking dust. Yes, he talked about dust on a couple songs. I'm he was tripping. Them, but like fucking the fathers. He was like, talking about yo. sucking people... We're not whoa, even going to... He was wilding. Whoa. We're not going to... Look that up. I ain't going to lie to you. Look that up. I ain't going to say too much. But I, he was yeah, tripping. I ain't, looking, I ain't looking shit up. He was tripping. Yeah. He was tripping. Okay. So, with that being said, <laughs> the next topic on the dock is something a little bit more cool for the people. We are talking about marketing. You see what I'm saying? Now, all right, the amount of money required to market a hit song genuinely depends on factors like artist popularity, their target market, and... The desired outcome, and we are sitting here with two. I don't rap. I don't mean I don't do none of that. Y'all need to give up. But my boy CK do. My 
And I ain't gonna say my boy, that's concrete. And my girl, <laughs> and my girl, Chastity do. So the question is, how can our artists, CT specifically, expand their reach? Y'all go ahead. Whoever wanna go first, it's on y'all. I feel like you gotta put your money where your mouth is. Ooh, what that mean? All the money you be talking about in your music, you gotta actually put it to push yourself. Like, and I feel like you should be spending seventy percent on marketing and like and marketing and thirty percent on creating the product. So, so where can if I'm a okay, I'm glad you said that. If I'm an up and coming artist or whatever, let's say I'm in high school, you feel me saying I don't really got a lot of followers or whatever, but I want to get my music out there. What is something to where you could tell me to do for the people out there who might be in that situation? I would say just get outside, meet people, like pull up to events. Like a lot of people don't have a big budget. Like when they starting off early, like that's you you grow that as you become older and you get more like financially set. So I would say just meet as much as people you can, network as much as you can, go to everything local. If you gotta go out of state, just keep meeting people because yeah, that like that's the way you could do it without putting so much more, like without having the budget, you know. Yeah. That'll set you off to a good like start just doing that, period. Okay. What you think, Chelsea? I feel like that was a good point with like students or like people in high school starting off, like young rappers. I feel like the school scene, like, it make it easier to where you don't have to market because there's social media. If you lit in your school, you're the only rapper in your school, you're the only one doing your thing. Everybody's talking about you. Your name is buzzing. Like that's mm. when you use social media to like to fuel what you got going on, and then you market on social media. You get what I'm saying? Because you can market like your your music, your streams, like YouTube and stuff like that. But when you market your actual social media platform and you use it as a personal page, also you get every aspect like you know mm -hmm. of promotion because it's like you're looking for me personally, you're looking for me musically, you're looking me for entertainment or whatever it is yeah. you're looking for. It's just that you could get everything out of social media these days. So it makes it so much easier. It's like the easiest time to promote yourself. It, like the internet would just make it easy to do everything. But let's talk about the money though because it said the money required to make a song go crazy. You gotta pay to play. You gotta pay to play. So what do you wanna, do I, who do I pay? An A&R. Okay. Um, an actual label. Um, and you have, you have to pay for everything. You have to pay your videographer. You have to pay your engineer. You have to you have to pay to play. And like he said, if you're talking about all this money, and even if you're not talking about all this money, even if you're just playing painting, you have to put money behind your music mm. because it's not just going to blow overnight because someone found you. It can, but that's like, you know, you that's a needle in a haystack kind of situation. When you put something behind what you're doing, people see you taking it seriously. You put money behind your craft, people want to put money behind your craft too. You take it seriously enough to pay for it, they might too. Yeah, I feel yeah, you. I agree. Would you want you was gonna say something? Um, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was, but I don't remember. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, what I want to uh, speak on too is, you know, TikTok could blow somebody's song up nice. for me. So I think one thing, you know, y'all, y'all could, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but in my opinion, I feel as if artists they could connect with like influencers. Like YouTubers, TikTokers, Switch streamers, or whatever, and try to, you know, especially if they have a bigger audience, you know. Like you said, you might got to pay to play. So if I know somebody might have a Twitch stream that gets like 2,000, 3,000 or however many people live on Twitch every day. And, you know, I might pay him that get my song out there or I might pay a TikToker due to, like you said, the influence that social media period has on songs. How y'all feel about that? Connected with influencers. I feel like that's like... That's a guarantee. That's the key way to do things now, especially with TikTok being so big. Yeah. Like, everybody's on TikTok now, especially the kids. And, and like, when you have a big kid following, it's easier to reach to the adults, too. 
instead of going backwards, if you reach the adults, it's harder to just reach to the kids. Like, so when it starts with the kids, yeah. and you, they kind of like grow with you at that point. Because I remember back then, like, yeah. it wasn't TikTok, it was YouTube. Like, I grew up with Meek Mills. Like, I would never met him in my life, but that was. So I still listen to him from when I was a kid till now, yeah. like, because okay. he was a kid doing his his thing, yeah. and I was a kid watching him. So I kind of like grew up with him as time goes by. So I feel like it's the same difference with TikTok. You know what I mean? I feel how you feel about. It. Um, I agree with that, especially like with you know personally following somebody's journey, like on the internet in any way on any platform. That's like even uh, I mean his music career wasn't it was big but like that's like Soldier Boy we all grew up with Soldier Boy he yeah. was young as fuck yeah, doing that shit on YouTube about, nigga that's big yeah big big Draco they said he ain't valid in the hood but <laughs> yeah <laughs> nah like it's like that you have to you have to appeal to what's around you and if you know that is you know students like like we was talking about before whether that's students mm. people that's in your in your vicinity your peers whatever just people you went to school with anybody you. You got to tap in with people. And like he said, it's just good to go to all events, anything that's available to you, really. Like, it's mm-hmm. just, you got to, like, just take all resources and opportunities and grab them and then just hope everybody see you working and the right person see you working. And then it just take off. All right. Last thing I want to speak on before we go to the next topic. Um, A lot of people feel as if they want to blow tomorrow. You feel what I'm saying? They've been working or whatever. And they feel as if they just as good as somebody else. Being that you guys both are artists, can you speak on the importance of patience or, like, waiting for your turn. See what I'm saying? It's really good to be patient because if you make impulsive decisions, you get burnt. Mm. Uh, you can waste money. I'm a very impulsive, impulsive person. I waste a lot of money. Like, so, yeah, like, you, it's good to be patient. Sometimes you can't. I don't think you should wait your turn. You should go grab your turn. But you should still, like, not make impulsive decisions, like, with your money. <laughs> okay, I'll feel you. Chassis. I agree on not not waiting your turn. Kick the door down. Yeah, yeah like make, move them out the way. Step on their necks. Like make your presence known. So fuck patience. Yeah, I mean it depends. Like having patience, working with other people, absolutely respect mm. people's time, respect people's craft. You know, mm. respect them. But when it comes to yourself and what you're doing, like being patient wise, just keep working, get in the field, mm. go crazy. Like you can't be mad if you're not in the field. Get in the field, put that work in. Put that paint in. Go to the studio. Pay them videographers. Pay them photographers. Get that working. And, you know, you can't be mad at nobody. Somebody's going to see it. It's going to appeal to somebody at some point. Okay, okay. That's some good points. But we got a special guest here today. You see what I'm saying? My boy, Christian Kennedy, man. Yes, sir. You not no regular nigga. You feel what I'm saying? Um, for those who don't know who Christian Kennedy is, my boy has been on Power 105. And my boy got that song that we play all the time. You can't know us and I know. I need mm-hmm. an F and an F. Understand? I need mm-hmm. a friend. And that got half a million views and streams, my boy. Shout out to you, man. Mm-hmm. Shout out to you. We're trying. That's a great song. Thank you. That's a great song. But that's kind of in the past, though. That song's already out. Mm-hmm. So I want to ask you, God. What's next for Christian Kennedy? Let the people know, God. Um, Right now, I'm just experiencing life and I'm writing music like I don't like to just keep writing music and putting out a whole bunch of meaningless shit okay. so I'm experiencing more life so I can write more music so but I actually been recording a lot lately I took like two months two three months off just to like gather information so I think I want to put out like three or four more projects before the end of the year three projects yeah I got mad music I got like I got like 40 songs already done and then I got like 
like I got like ten that I'm writing right now, like just bouncing back and forth between them. Yeah, like yeah, I got mad shit. So I, it's just whenever it just depends on whenever I go and lock in when I get inspired and I just want to lock in and just knock them all out. Uh, speaking of locking in, um, I'm interested like. Where, like, when you go in the studio, like, what's your creative process like? Like, do you need to smooth, drink, you need the bitches around? Like, what you need? Is it just you and the and, and the engineer? Like, like what you need to get right, like, in the booth? Like? Me and Solitude. Okay. I record all my music by myself, but in, in my room, I don't smoke or don't drink. Sometimes if I have a little writer block, I'll smoke a little bit. Yeah. But I like to do it sober. So yeah, I just I just lock in by myself. I don't want nobody around. I feel like other people distract. They they throw off my energy. They throw off my thoughts. I know a lot of people get energy from other people when they're in the studio. I'm the opposite. People just throw me off and annoy the shit out of me. Cause I be in the middle of speaking <laughs> oh, of some fire ass shit and they try to talk to me or they try to tell me they raps and they interrupt my shit and I forget the shit I just said in my head. No so I don't I don't like no interruption. No I literally engineer? record. Huh? No engineering. You record yourself. I'm my engineer. Yeah. That's dope. You mix yourself too? I do a little light mixing, but then I send it off for like a final like look on it. Yeah, thank you. Uh, you ever got writer's block before? Or do you? Well, first of all, before you before before you get into that, do you do you punch in? Do you write? Like, what kind of artist you is, God? No, I record the whole song. One take, Jake. One take, whole song. Okay, God. Kind of like me. I have to do it like that because I feel like when I go back in. I hear it. I hear the punches. Even though other people won't hear it, I don't like hearing it. I hate that. I hate hearing my own punches. Oh, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, of course. Because you can hear the difference in tone, volume. Yeah, exactly. I hate that shit. So if I record, if I'm going to record three minutes and I go in and I record 130 seconds and then I mess up, I'm going back to the beginning. I'm starting all the way over. The only thing I might keep is the intro because that first intro you do, you never get that same feeling back. Never do. Like. Okay, my boy. Okay, Chasha, you got anything else for my boy? Question wise. Can I get a feature? Here we go. <laughs> no, I, mean, I respect that's, it. That's it. I'm. Yeah, I'm, work, I'm working with a lot of people right now. No, I, def- I like your music. I, I respect you. I mean, I seen you before. We met before, yeah. so you know, you know, I fuck with you. So you remember yeah. me? Who I remember you? No, I'm saying, do you remember me and her? You remember you remember? Oh yeah, of course. Oh well, yeah, yeah. Cool. You we had like a brief, <laughs> we had like a brief combo. We follow each other on Instagram. That was yeah, it. But like yeah, I, I fuck, I fuck with his music. I've been fucking with yeah, him. I've been tapping. Thank you, I appreciate it. But yeah, I be, I'm working. I don't know. I'm working. I'm working. Right. I'm ready to work. Like I don't know. Like a lot of people be wasting my time sometimes with these features and shit. So. Oh no, I'm not wasting no time. Done. <laughs> they be like, done. they hit me up for a feature and then. I, I, I get the shit ready, I start writing this shit, and then they flake, or I send them. Sometimes I be feeling like I give somebody a feature and they don't want to put it out because I be going crazy. <laughs> like, oh, no, I, I like stuff I, like and that, A lot though. of times, the people can't match that energy, so. But that's the best, though, when you know you walked on something and somebody feel intimidated. I need that. That's yeah. the type of energy I be needing. I, I want somebody to kill me on one of my songs. I'm going to still put it out. <laughs> my ego ain't that big. Listen, let's do it. I, <laughs> my ego is not that big. Gladly. Gladly. <laughs> no, I, I got a couple okay. songs. I be walking on niggas. It be like that. But, and then oh people I don't love that. Some people don't like that when you overshine them on a song, though. Yeah. For real. Some people don't. It's a it's an artist thing. Some people take that type of stuff personal. Yeah. But um, one like thing that. I want y'all to speak on for real, for real is um, when we talking about music and stuff like that, um, New York is right there. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And it's a people who are not from the tri-state area or whatever. They can name a million artists from New York. They might be able to name a handful from Jersey, but it's not a lot that they can name in Connecticut, right? 
So my question to you is, when when you making music and when you're putting out this music, um, do you ever have like a, a chip on your shoulder or like an underdog feeling of like, I'm just as good as him and he from over here, but y'all like him more because he's over here and I'm from, like, you, you understand what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I go with you, man. So like, the, do you ever get that feeling like at all, like the underdog just because of where you from? Yeah, of course. Especially for being from Connecticut. <laughs> Especially being from Connecticut. Like, people just don't take Connecticut serious. Like, they don't. In the I, went, industry. I went to a show the other day in Brooklyn, and they had, like, a Rock Nation. Um, Like, one of the judges was from Rock Nation, and they brought up, like, other states, and they said something about Connecticut. They was like, oh, yeah, everybody making money here, everybody making money there. I was like, y'all think we make it? Okay. Mm-hmm. It's just like we try we try to get in, you know, get in where we fit in or just, you know, find an avenue for us and everybody think that uh it's a cash grab in Connecticut, I'm not gonna lie. It is. It People is. come here, they it's... do the walkthroughs, they do the shows, they and do they the promos, they do the hostings, they get paid and then they slide. They say they fuck with people, take a little pick and then they nobody put yeah. nobody on, no, we gotta put ourselves on at the end yeah, of the day. Bro, that's really it. It's coming. <laughs> Absolutely. It's coming. It's coming. Listen, if it's not you, it's it's me. It's somebody. It's somebody. Yeah. It is. It, 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 it's, it, it's, it, it's bubbling. CT it, even. CT even going. And when that one person hit, it's gonna be a whole domino effect of a whole but bunch some people, of motherfuckers hit. Some people, the whole like the concept of like somebody being better than the next person, it's all about popularity. I just thought about that. Yeah. It's really about popularity because somebody could. I I watch people, and if men lie, women lie, and numbers don't. Facts. Mm-hmm. To be frank, sometimes I be seeing my numbers be the same place that other people's numbers be at, and they be getting sucked off regularly. Mm-hmm. Regular. And it's just like, damn, like I'm doing my thing too. But you can't take it personal at the end of the day because popularity don't equate to talent all the time. Mm-hmm. It's it also you know? with marketing. It. Yeah. I feel like it's a way, it's like a bunch of talented motherfuckers out here in the yeah. world. Talent. People just don't market themselves, so we'll never hear them. Yeah, and and sometimes if you're popular, they do the prom- they do the promotion and the marketing for you. The popularity mm-hmm. does it for you. So it, they got a different journey than yeah. some people. Like people that are loners, you don't have friends. I don't have a million friends to stream my music and make videos and dance and do stuff like that. Like you gotta do that shit yourself sometimes. Yeah. And it's, it's a different mm-hmm. it's a different journey and it's slower. But you know, in the end, talent prevails. Yeah, I agree. Speaking of talent prevailing, this is a segment we do. Every week, you see what I'm saying? It is the run it back segment, and in this segment, we like to give shout outs to people, CK. All right, mm-hmm. so I want to ask you, you feel what I'm saying? Who or what deserves more attention, my boy? You go ahead. I think, um, Pax the Collector, okay. I think, um, Pop Out Artist, okay, mm-hmm. and Kickback with Cake, okay. All right, yeah. Y'all two segments is just fire. Like, it's like, it should be like we're Wallow and Gilly in them all type shit. Like, y'all, y'all content is amazing. Like, so I think y'all already getting a lot of attention, but I think y'all deserve way more than y'all getting because the content is like pristine. So I fuck with that. Appreciate it. Chastity. Disney. You want Honestly, no. I okay. feel like I deserve more attention. I hate to be that guy, you know, but I just dropped a project, mm-hmm. feel me? It's called Out The Way, and I'm about to drop another project. I'm not going to say too much, but I'm dropping it on June 5th. I just thought I'd throw that out there, you feel me? I'm an artist first. I love y'all, feel me? I love who love me. Um, I deserve everything, <laughs> so, okay. yeah. As you said. Yeah, all that, like, you know, feel me? Tap in. I'm doing features, respectfully. I'm, you know, I'm working. You say you just dropped? I did. I dropped in October, 
Okay. But I'm about to drop again. Same shit. I got like two projects like just loaded, ready to drop. I just had like a mixing session the other day. Just I'm ready to I'm ready to let it go. I got some visuals. I'm about to drop all that. So. Okay, so uh, I got a quick question. Before I get my shout out, mm-hmm. two questions. One, well, really three, but I'm gonna make it quick. One, you got a name for the for the project? I have two to three different names. Okay. The first one is Weirdo. Okay. The second one is the Real Chaz. Okay. And the third one is Thank You for Waiting. I'm thinking about doing Thank You for Waiting because there's a lot of people that have like hit me up about some of the songs I've been previewing. I'm a tease. I ain't going to lie. I be teasing music. Okay. And I just never drop. So I got y'all. I swear to God I do. Okay. I got some shit for y'all. Thank y'all. So okay. second, do we have a time frame of when this is going to drop? June 5th. Oh, you got the date already? June 5th. Oh, she's June 5th. Rolling. Yeah. Okay. I feel like as if whenever it, when it June fifth, June fifth. I feel like that we got a critique. That's June fine. 5th. Yeah, I need a, I need a, I need a reaction. Yeah, I need all that. I got some visuals. I got two visuals ready to drop right now. I'm just, I'm waiting. And I ain't so, showing no favoritism either because she every goddamn. I don't, me. I don't care. You don't never show me no favoritism. <laughs> so oh yeah, I just make sure we, we got nothing. Nice. But on me, um, I want to give a shout out to my boy, uh, GF Dimes. You were John, you were uh Dimes before. I have. I fuck with packs. I meant to say that too. I fuck dime school. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm gonna give a shout out to my boy Dimes. You feel what I'm saying? Because one, I see you working, my boy. Um, I had a conversation with him not too long ago, and he said like he wants to um figure out more ways to put content out there. So he always dropping, and you know, like we was talking about earlier, like marketing himself, and you know, just to make people more aware of the music that he's dropping. Because honestly, my boy genuinely is talented though. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's a he lot of time Drake vibe. Him. I ain't gonna lie. You do I, got I, a little Drake vibe. I always vibe. thought that he got a he got a like a little Drake vibe. I always thought that. Yeah, yeah. For me, my boy, you tough, my boy. See what I'm saying? So keep doing what you do. Get that content out there. Keep going crazy, my boy. Word. Shout out my boy Don's. But style to my boy.